Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. In this episode, we are going to be tackling the very first dungeon of that game. For this episode, also, we've got an old friend joining us. Jess Taylor is back. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh. Just howling at the moon. Yeah. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. We're a wolf. Before we get into the episode, Jess, tell us your history with this game. Yeah, so I uh, I played the original Twilight Princess. Was it on the Wii? I was trying to remember this. It was, it was GameCube yep. and Wii. It was the GameCube. Oh, really? Really? It, it, it was on both, I think, right? It released was at the it? same yep. time. Same time. It was like a, it was like two weeks apart oh, or something okay. like that. Yeah. Ah, well, I played it on the Wii for sure. So I'm like, how old is this game? I remember it being a lot. And so now I'm playing the HD version. And uh, my boyfriend is playing the <laughs> is playing the original. And I'm like, wow, the difference is like way like different. I remember it being crisp. Um and darker it's crisp and on like a, on a on an old tube television. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but I was like, wow, it looks really fuzzy on uh, like the original version. But the HD is quite pretty. But I remember loving Twilight Princess. Of course, it was a lot darker than all the other Zeldas. Um, but I mean, I don't think that it's all that dark. I I would I would after this episode I would describe it as Edge Lord. Yeah, it's. I mean, it definitely is more edgy yeah. with Midna, of course, but but the first bit of it is just kind of like this is happier than I re- <laughs> than I remember it being, and so. But uh, yeah, it's a great game. I really like Twilight Princess. So yeah, not not so much like you know horror, scary, dark, or anything like that, but more just like goth in a way, <laughs> but not gothic, just goth. Yeah, yeah, yeah agreed. Yeah. To me, it feels as if uh, Nintendo had done near, so it's it's got that gothic <laughs> aesthetic and it's dark and there's like the shadows of the people, but it's still Nintendo. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Link, Link, and Link has cat eyes. I meant to point this out. I actually remember calling the whole animal transformation thing before they announced it because of the original artwork when they showed Link. I remember looking at his eyes and being like, those look like animal eyes. Like, those don't look like human eyes. They look like they would belong on some kind of creature and he was, he was, or something like that. He was really pointy, too, that, that original yeah, art. And, and it had him, I think even the original artwork did have him with, like, a moon behind him or something mm. like that, too. Oh, really? I don't remember that. Uh, but I remember, I remember thinking that beforehand, and when they showed, like, the transformation thing, I was like, ah, called it! <laughs> <laughs> Good job, 
17 years ago, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been one of a million ideas that I threw out at that time, like I tend to do. We're going to fly. You know, what, whatever <laughs> sticks to the wall kind of thing. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm using the the Pro Controller for the Wii U, and it I like playing it a lot better with with that than I do with the Wii Wii Mode for sure. So, um, yeah. But I remember playing it with the Wii Mode, and uh, remember like, oh, it's so cool! I can play Zelda with the Wii Mode. Blah blah blah. I still do love, okay, after getting into it, I like being able to quickly select items and look down at my mini-map on the screen, keeping it off of the big screen completely. Being able to look at the map on the fly like that, I do love that still. I just wish if I could have been, if I could be playing something like the Switch now with better joysticks that just didn't feel like a kid's toy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you can I'm, make I'm having the... a good time with my jo- with my uh, with my waggles. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you can make the map, the mini map, go away, like you know, with the D pad, like and right. Make it but I like too. having the map on my the full map on a screen. Oh, I see what you're as saying. Well. Yeah, I get that. No, I am not playing with that stupid Wii pad. No, the I only that thing day. that makes the Wii U good is the Wii is is the game pad. I hate. <laughs> That Throwing it out pad. the window is just like, eh, I'm just playing another Wii that doesn't play any, you know, like, Ugh. no one can play this with me because no one else has one. I Yeah, you're playing Wii HD. That's all you're playing. Yeah, I'm fine with okay, that. J- okay, Jess, what is the name of your Link and your horse? Oh, yeah. <laughs> can you even say it? Because <laughs> yes. I'm not allowed to name my characters dirty things anymore because I'm streaming it. Yeah. So I have to, like, be coy. <laughs> so, I... <laughs> I'm not gonna be I able can't. to get it out. <laughs> and, but you guys are you guys are gonna know why, and nobody else is outside of the podcast is gonna know. Um, I named Link Bok Bok. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I love it when when they say when they're like Bok Bok, you are the chosen one, and it's like, <laughs> oh, it's Bok Bok, and like, and I did it like all like one word, just like Bok Bok. <laughs> so, um, so and then I just. And Epona, I just left Epona because no, I, I love, idiot, idiot. I, oh, I idiot. should have. Oh, I should have. Oh, um, that would have been so good. I'm not as. I love Epona though. It's so classic. I love mm. Epona. It just takes me back to Ocarina. I just mm-hmm. love her. But that's that's kind of what they want you to do with this game is get taken back to Ocarina. Yeah. They want you to catch them feels. Yes, mm-hmm. they do. They definitely do. Well, let's go ahead and jump into it. We wake up in our wolf form that we were left in the last episode in a in a jail cell. Yep. And we are chained to the middle of the floor. And it's it's kind of funny the way they tease you. They do this a few times, even in this episode, where they're just sort of like, oh, you can't do anything, can you? Go ahead and struggle for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and they make you just run around for a second before a cutscene happens. I think they they want you to uh, press press all the available buttons first because you can't do everything, but you can you can dash and you can waggle or whatever you guys use for the waggle, and you can and you know run. So once you, I think they want you to press those, do those three things before they trigger that cutscene. 
either way, uh, when that happens, we get a cutscene where a mysterious little green imp character appears and is laughing at us the whole time. Uh, we will find out that this character's name is Midna. Who she is, we have no idea yet. Mm-hmm. But she really likes it here, wherever we are. <laughs> She's way into it all. Yes, she thinks it's all hilarious. So she breaks the chains on us, uh, but not all the way off. And it's weird how the rest of the game, we're still going to have that little bit of chain on us. Mm -hmm. And anytime we're in wolf form, you're going to hear that rattling noise. It's so cool, man. You've got this like bracelet on and it's like studded. It's got a chain on it. It's pretty great. (laughs) I got it. I got it at Spencer's. I, yeah, definitely getting some some mid two thousands edge lord vibes off of that. Now. I, I do like the the it's it's almost like like the uh, the jingle of a collar. So like every time you're in dog form, you just hear that like little jingling, and 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 it's huh. it's stuck in my head. I always hear it when I when I think of this game. So same. It's yeah. yeah I I do kind of like it though. Mm-hmm. So the whole time, uh, Minda is basically being like. Oh, do you know where we're at? <laughs> I bet you can't guess where we're at. Ooh. As she guides us through this whole area. Now, this is actually, uh, this episode is going to be one of the hardest for me because I'm playing it on my hero mode and I only have three hearts and I can't use any bottles. I died twice in these in these sewers oh. because it just like every hit takes, I, I can take three hits and then I'm dead. And there's a couple times where I get sworn by those little enemies, and then I'm gone. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I I did take a decent amount of damage doing this, just because I'm trying to get. I was trying to get used to how the wolf controls. Um. So I, just the way that you have to dash to attack some enemies because they're like in the air. Or locking onto an enemy and trying to use B to attack, and it just like attacking the opposite direction like you're locked on but i was like Mm -hmm. not switching around to hit them so that was most of me getting hit in this section of is just like acclimating to how this all works you have to it's weird with the wolf you have to commit to your attacks Mm -hmm. like the the when you're diving towards an enemy if you get it and you can grab it and doing that but if there's another enemy near you you can be vulnerable right then to take a hit Mm -hmm. Whenever you do, like you said, when you do your regular bite attack, you do lunge forward. So if you're not locking on to somebody when you're going at them, you could lunge in a wrong direction. There's not like a lot of free movement in here and the enemies really aren't that hard. Uh, The hero mode enemies still take the same amount of damage. So they're just as easy, but I just take more damage. And so it's a lot harder. No, and I don't get hearts either. So the fact that I don't get hearts, I can't use bottles takes three hits and you get these little swarming guys that move a lot faster than you down in these sewers makes this part the hardest part in the <laughs> game in hero mode. yeah i'm glad i'm not playing hero mode <laughs> i mean i didn't even realize that this was an option um until i started you know playing the game at very first or whatever so i'm like nah, i'm gonna play regular thanks <laughs> did you have that that's open from the start right jeremy or is it because you yep. beat yep. it recently or within the no, last no, five no, this, years. No, the the it doesn't have any of my save file or anything. Mm. This is a fresh fresh start on mm. this. Um, so we go through these sewers. We have to open up some doors that let water in to get across some spikes. 
we do get the ability to see these spirits that are just a bunch of cowering guards mm-hmm. right now. Uh, we still don't know for sure where we're at or anything. There isn't really like a reason to like believe anything as to where we're she, at yet. She's like, but oh, look, there are soldiers here. Where could that mean we could be? Hmm. And she also uh, keeps on calling us her servant, which kind of pissed me off. So she I'm also, like, stop. Or she called us a human too. Like I was like, are we humans? Well, I thought we were Hylians or like elf people, but she keeps calling us a human. Oh, she does. She does. Mm. Take it up with Bill. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Definitely did yell at Bill on the stream. Uh, uh, also, the first time I went into uh, sense mode and it it puts that filter where you can see everything over it, uh, like immediately transported back to like 2007, like <laughs> the first time I'm playing this game. I kind of sat in the chair for a while. Thinking about like my old apartment, and then I was like, "Snap!" Too like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry, everyone." Like, I <laughs> I didn't say anything for about thirty seconds because I was like, "What?" Like living in another a, age for a second. <laughs> a single tear rolls down your cheek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So we we get through uh, all this stuff. We eventually come to like a spiral staircase. Mm. When we start going up here, there is a piece that breaks off and we get introduced to a part of my mind I thought was really cool. But after this episode, I'm like, I'm so annoyed by this mechanic. And that is locking on to Midna mm-hmm. to jump from yeah. ledge to ledge. Yeah. It's just boring. And like you just are holding down a, like the lock on and just A, 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 yeah. A, A. And you just go on. Like It'd be cool if you did that and it just maybe do just a cut scene where we see ourselves jumping from thing to thing uh, to to think of a more modern example um since i'm this is essentially my first time playing through i played the very beginning of twilight princess but haven't really played that far this is the farthest i've gotten um reminds me of celeste at the end when you're like there's these sections where you're like getting catapulted like up and up and up and those parts are cool like i don't know it feels as if you're accomplishing something this is just like Mm -hmm. lock on a lock on a go over this one gap like a and i feel like they could have done the same thing and made it more interesting either more visually interesting or make you feel like you're doing something more than just yeah I, I think it's really weak. It's a it's a it's a weak way to do it. It looks and feels kind of cool while you're doing it, but it's ultimately just a really boring way for them to get around using the wolf tra- traverse like I don't know sections. I guess I could see an original like a, like a beta form of this game where you didn't lock on and they wanted you to manually jump onto things. And it was just so hard to do regularly that they were like, we need to just like cut this completely because everyone's complaining about how they can't get these jumps down. Like the guy who we're just going to make us log on, lock onto these things and do it ourselves. Like like the guy who designed it is really good at it, but um, (laughs) no one else in his department can get this, can get this right until, you know, they've done it for a few hours. So we get to the top of the spiral area. Uh, we do have to walk across a rope for some reason, too. Yeah. Um, That's going to happen with the wolves out. a lot. 
and we are on top of a castle. Now we do as soon as we get out there, we do see the the Hylian crest sitting on a ledge right where we come out of, which is supposed to be like, huh? Do you know where you're at now? The Hylian crest <laughs> that that everyone ass- attributes to this game, but was actually in Wind Waker. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No one got the tattoo uh, until after this game. <laughs> Uh, we go and there's a guard out there that you can talk to, and he says, "Oh, what is happening to Hyrule Castle?" And then that's when Minda's like, "Surprise! You're in Hyrule Castle," which is like, I get if you, I I remember playing through this the first time and being like, "Whoa, I'm already at the castle! Mm-hmm. Like this is cool!" And it's like this thing is this place is huge. But like there's gonna be so many places to explore in this castle. Nope. No. Even at the no. end of the game, no. I thought I was supposed to come here as a boy person with a sword to give. <laughs> <laughs> There's only like uh, bits and pieces of this game that I truly remember. I thought that I remembered more of it. I, maybe I'll like I remember the castle part, but I generally don't remember the first begin, you know, the first portion. And I remember the temple that we're going to talk about, but. I'm like, really? Did I do all? And I beat the game, but I genuinely do. I don't it's, remember most of it. It's all burned in here, up up in my head, and it all tastes like beef ramen. <laughs> <laughs> I have, yeah, my memories. It, it there there are spaces in there because I do remember playing through it like twice on the Wii, once on the Wii U, and then now here again. So like, I I'm I'm still very familiar with a lot of the stuff throughout of it, but not really like having any kind of attachment to an era with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me either. Mm-mm. So we run across the roof of the, or is it, does a castle like this have a roof or is that like, is there like a different term There's gotta be a, for uh, this? There's gotta be some fancy some term stupid for like what we're running term along here. For it, yeah. Yeah. Trebuchet. Uh, That's not right. <laughs> you can't call it a catapult. It's no. a trebuchet. No. Uh, so we do get introduced to some new enemies like the, the weird bird creatures. That I don't, did you guys try fighting these things? Oh, yeah. I killed yeah. all of them. See, I ran past all of them mm. because, again, three hearts. Like, it's, it's easy to fight them, but I'm like, I have to be so slow with this stuff. And I'm like, I just don't have time for this. Mm. So I I killed one, ran past all the others. I got some some pretty sweet uh, jump, like jump back and then dive into them with you know the dash dash back dash forward into them kills. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty good. It was fun fighting on the roof. Is kind of fun. This part annoyed me because number one, I don't like heights just in general, and number two, like they were like hovering on the edge of the roof and I'm like uh if I go after them I'm gonna fall off and plummet to my death and so it's it's fake heights there's there at the at the bottom of the slope there's ground down there that you could fight them on if you really want to but um but I'm like I was so worried about falling off the ledge and uh, that I was like, I, I was really cautious. And I, I feel like the wolf can be really hard to maneuver with fighting with the with the pro controller. And so it's not exactly fluid. And so I just, I mean, I still fought them because I um, there were things that I wanted to check out and explore on the roof um, to see if there was anything up there. So I had to fight mm-hmm. them. Like a rupee? Oh, my goodness. I, I will never not be upset. Uh 
when he picks up the rupee as a human, but goodness, when the doggo picks up a rupee, it's the best. Show me the rupee, puppy. Show it to me again. He's so Find cute. someone that looks at you like Link looks at rupees. <laughs> <laughs> so we go run across the roof of the castle, go into a little window, and we go into a room that we meet a new mysterious character. Now, I, I'm just trying to like put myself back and trying to think, like, was this a surprise to me? Like, when I saw this cloaked person at first, mm. like, who this was? No, we, we had seen that cloaked person in uh, promo material and E3 trailers and stuff, but we didn't know who they were. And even, you know, we we're like the game's like, that's the that's got to be the Twilight Princess, right? And then, yeah. And who is the Twilight who, who Princess? Is, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's coming back to me now. But yeah, yeah just, right. like we definitely saw that figure, like this whole opening part in cuts and trailers or whatever. So she talks to us and explains about like what happened, what is going on right now. We cut to this throne room in Hyrule Castle where we do see. Princess Zelda, although we st they still didn't name her, but if you've played any other Zelda game, you see this this individual and the clothes that she is wearing. Mm -hmm. It's like those are Zelda's style of clothes. That's her color palette. That's her style, right? Uh, they don't ever like in the cutscene like they they keep intentionally not showing her full face mm -hmm. too, which is weird. Yeah, but she is surrounded by guards, and then these big dark nightmarish creatures come bursting through mm, a uh, bunch of looking kind of like weird uh feral predators or something like that they're much taller than the humans yeah they are big like they will grab an entire per an entire guard with one hand and just slam them down to the ground um they remind me of the demigorgons from <laughs> from stranger things yeah, yeah. Okay. <sighs> after these creatures burst through and take out a bunch of the guards they have this strange cloaked figure walks in. We see his face. It does this like scream noise too. <laughs> it's like, hey, <laughs> how's it going? Is it just me or does he look like a Chozo statue? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, I could definitely see that. Except uh, they can do that like weird thing with its tongue that like, or whatever. <laughs> he has he has this stone mask on that just covers his whole head. We only know like at the time I didn't know that that's like I was thinking that was him, right? Yeah. Later we'll find out we'll we'll see his real face somewhere down the line. Yeah. Uh this is Zant. This is going to be our our big baddie. It's not so. Zand of the Wild. It's Zant of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh and basically he says Either, I don't know, re relinquish your power and spare the lives of everyone or everyone here dies. And then we see Zelda drop her sword. Zelda's got a sword, y'all. Mm -hmm. um, it's entirely symbolic. <laughs> it, is, it really is. It's, it's um, only there to show you that she, she, gave, she gave in. So yeah, she drops her sword, clanks down to the ground. They did, and they, they you know, they spent time. Whoa. They dropped a bunch of swords mm -hmm. to be like, how is this going to bounce properly? Because this thing, it doesn't have physics in this no. game. So they had to actually path that whole thing out to make sure that it like bounced in an interesting way or whatever. Yeah, and they still only used ninety six frames of whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, then we see the whole 
city gets turned into twilight and all the people are standing there and they get turned into spirits i immediately thought like what was she holding on to that he needed to just suddenly turn everything into darkness it, i mean permission <laughs> yeah cuz we'll he had to parlay like, just <laughs> right well, we'll see later that zant uses his creatures to take out like light gods uh-huh and mm-hmm. like or like i don't know spirits protector spirits and that's what makes twilight appear in certain areas but i don't think we're we'll ever see like a light spirit of the castle maybe maybe she has super zelda powers that like could keep it maybe she is at as long but she needs her to like give up because really all that's happening is it's this is more dark world light world uh mechanics uh like like a link to the past Mm -hmm. and he just wants the dark world to be all of it instead of there being one or the other or one and the other so she she's explaining the story. She removes her hood, tells us, "I am Princess Zelda." Bum, bum, bum. She's the Twilight Princess. She is the Twilight Princess. Which it's like, why? I know we, we that was a <gasps> that was an era thing. They said the of name like of the game the, exactly, like putting the name in there. We're so much more subtle now with writing and a lot of things uh-huh. where you don't necessarily see the title drop in there, especially this early. That they they could have just said. She is the princess. Yeah, it never here in the, twi- here in the Twilight Realm or something like that. No one ever says, "Can you smell that? That's the breath of the wild." <laughs> <laughs> no one ever yeah. did that. I mean, we've we've made that point before that like like Gannett like like we've gotten more subtle about things. Whereas before, like that's Ganondorf, the evil king of the Gerudo. Like, yeah, it's not that blatant anymore. Yeah, but um, people liked answers back then, and I mean, the same goes for like it, like TV shows or whatever. It's like always in your face, and you know, so it's also, not surprising. Yeah, yeah. Also, to this game's, uh, you know, not not to its benefit, but a point in its favor. That's that's a red herring. It's not actually there will be a literal red herring in this game later, but that is a red herring. So mm. so okay, good good uh good on him, I guess. So we have to leave. Well, so Zelda basically makes a deal with Midna saying that they're going to work together to to figure this out. Midna's like, I've got a plan, but we're not even we still don't even know who Midna is. Mm-hmm. We don't know what her angle is. We've just sort of made a deal with her where she's like, look, I'll free you, but you got to do some stuff for me. And she still hasn't even necessarily outlined what she wants us to the, do. The only amount of authority she's shown so far is with us. Like, even with Zelda, she's not like, I got this. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to take care of things. She's just like, mm-hmm. they seem to know each other. That's really all we get. Well, Zelda doesn't even know. Zelda doesn't even seem to know anything about Minna because she asks why the guards are looking for her. She knows the guards are looking for Midna, but she doesn't know why, which yeah. makes me believe that she knows as much about Midna as we do. It's like, what'd you do this time? Yeah. So we go and leave here, and we are standing on the roof again, and then Midna reminds us that, oh, yeah, you've got some friends. Don't you want to go and save them? In a very strange way where she can ha- she has the ability to transform into different people like looking like them or something just for effect. Like, I don't know what the extent of her powers are, but this one seems weird. Mm-hmm. 
of all the things that she's going to be able to do to be able to just transform and look like other things uh, <laughs> is strange to me. Uh, that it, it, Link could just be like, hey, let's go back to my town and you can just look like all the people. And then I'll right. just live in denial for the rest of my life in Twilight. <laughs> Why don't you just go and look like Zant and then talk to all the guards and tell them to leave? See, there you go. Oh, good call. She then teleports us back to uh, Ordon Village, or just, I guess, like, Ordon Village, Farron Woods, that, that sort of mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we go forward on this, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk about more of Twilight Princess. It's that time once again to talk about our Patreon. I'm, of course, talking about patreon.com slash chat of the wild, C-H-A-T-O-F. T-H-E-W-I-L-D. Excellent. You go there, you can join our group for as little as $1 a month, and you get some cool perks like joining our Discord, which Brian and Tiffy like to spend a lot of time on there, yeah. sharing the memes and doing all that stuff. Uh, Brian has been trying to organize some fun things that we can all play together with them. Still been kind of hectic lately. Yes. But we will be doing that soon, and hopefully that'll be a regular thing for us and our patrons. Imagine that, that life is crazy right now. Um, mm-hmm. Although something that just got put into the Discord today, uh, uh, patron Colleen uh, was uh, got engaged. Oh, and her congrats. And her, her wedding ring was, I sort of alluded to it on the episode, which will be going up in a few weeks that we just recorded, uh, that her wedding ring is the Zora Sapphire. That is, I bet it's beautiful. Oh my gosh, it is. It's so cute. I love it so much. Congratulations, Colleen. Yeah, congrats. That's that's the kind of things you uh, you get to see in the uh, Chat of the Wild Discord. So uh, yeah, so hop on, join up, uh, become a patron, and you can hang out in there with us. Another special thing we are doing right now, if you go on to our Patreon and you join up, you will get to vote on which game that we get to play after we finish Twilight Princess. Uh, I'm not going to spoil what is currently in the lead right now, but we do have a a short list of the games that are on there. You can only see it if you're a patron. So get on there and vote. Make your vote count. This is the future we're talking about. Not just our future, but your future too. Yes. (laughs) Choose our destiny. That's right. It's dangerous. It's a dangerous destiny. The other things we have on there are a number of goals uh, that includes uh, being able to vote, which we did hit uh, last month. We hit our goal because of a generous donation from who was it? Cody Jarbo. Cody Jarbo, <laughs> famous uh, Luigi's Apartment mod, Cody Jarbo. So we hit that, <laughs> but we are we we are back to below there. So if you want to help influence our our stuff, you got to join up. We got to help hit our goals. And we'll also be doing things like uh, what I've just been calling generic video game episodes. We've done one for Divinity Original Sin 2, uh, but you can only get that if you're a patron. That one will always be for patrons only. We do have a couple other goals on there for things that we would love to do, but we need your support to do that. So like I said, go over to patreon.com slash chat of the wild and join up for as little as $1 a month. Brian, you're streaming yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm streaming over at on Twitch, uh, Luigi's underscore apartment. Just Luigi's apartment. Uh, we played last week. Um, 
I did 120 stars in Mario Galaxy. It took me about 18 hours to completely knock that out and unlock Best Boy Luigi, which yeah. I think is I think is pretty good. It takes uh, actual speedrunners uh, 12 hours to 100% both the Mario and the Luigi playthrough. So I did the Mario playthrough in 18 hours. I think that's not too bad, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. So I couldn't uh, do it. <laughs> I haven't played that game in 13 years, so I think I did a pretty good job. Yeah. So uh, we're done with that. I'm gonna get back to some Mario stuff, but um, this week we're taking a little break this week. But we'll be back next week with the Jackbox Party Pack. Uh, if you're hearing this on Wednesday, uh, that the following Saturday will be the Jackbox stream where we're gonna play with the uh, the community. And you can get in the chat on Twitch and play through the chat, which is pretty great. You don't have to, if you're watching on your phone, you don't need to move over to the web browser just to play. You can play straight from the, the Twitch chat. So that's really great. Um, we have the makeup wheel in effect, which means I will be a very pretty boy by the end of it. Um, <laughs> you can check out uh, on Instagram uh, some of the pictures Tiffany shared of how beautiful I look at the end of makeup wheel cha- uh, makeup wheel streams. So... Yeah, get on Twitch, come over, hang out with us. So with that, we'll go ahead and kick it on over to some other greenlit podcast shows. Hey guys, you know what's better than video games and beer? Cat videos? Be Arthur? Incorrect! Nothing! The answer is absolutely nothing! All right, all right. You know, actually, I do think you're right. Agreed. We're here at the Dogcast. We podcast about video games and beer. And beer and video games! Available weekly on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Be Arthur? Yes. Hello, everyone. We're superhero stuff you should know. And if you think you know about superheroes and comic books think again we got romance we got action romance we got comedy we got everything you need man come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance what part are you talking about we've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that come on down to superhero stuff you should know all right so come on down to su- wait why did i say come on down to superhero stuff you should know part of the greenlit podcast network So now that we are back in our hometown, uh, we are told basically that there is that wall that we went through before that we can only get through with Midna, but she's not going to help us until we get her a couple things. This is the first of her list of things that she wants from us, and that is uh, to get her a sword and shield. And I I was already going to head back home anyway, because I want to go scare everybody in my wolf suit. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to town and uh we hear the one guy that was standing on one of those pillars where we first learned to call on the falcon he's worried about where the kids are he's talking to himself just wondering what's going on if you get near him get in the light he will summon a falcon and shoot at you so you got to be careful of but that. they just a squirrel had just told us like hey you smell like you live around here um, don't right, worry. Yeah, the squirrels will talk animals to are friendly. So talk to the friendly animals. And then the first animal we run into, well, if you go that way, is a, well, is a hawk who tries to kill you. He has a reason. Right. He has a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, birds aren't real. So Right, right. What? No, no, only in America, Jeremy. Only in America are birds not real. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I always get those mixed up. 
Uh, what we can do is if we go wander around, we'll see that there are a couple of the townsfolk sitting around and you have to sort of sneak up to them and listen in. Now, if you go in one direction, the little puppy will come up to you and be like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> and then like get in your way. I don't know if any of you did this. No, no. Uh, yeah. If you go around the like the, if you go around the left side and get too close the puppy will come up to you and just want to talk to you and just be like real friendly. <laughs> and you're just like, I need you to get out of the way. So like, you do have to, <laughs> like, I think the only way to really listen in is to go through the right side where the grass is yeah. and just get close enough. And you'll hear them talk. If you get too close, they see in the light, they run away. You don't get close you enough. You have to run off. They'll be like, the text will be too tiny to read. Yes, but, yes. Which I love. But, but since I'm playing on a Wii, on a Wii U, on a modern TV, like, oh, God. who knows if I was not supposed to read that or not? <laughs> mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, they've got just some Morse code down there. Uh, That's yeah. interesting. Uh, I wish <laughs> I, I need to turn large text on. It's just like the 360 all over again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so we go and listen in. They talk about how, oh, yeah, you left the shield over in the house, right? Yeah, the shield's fine. And then they go and run off after they... Cause Regardless of what happens, you will be seen, even if you knew exactly what to do, because then they'll be like, ah, monster, and run off. This is where we then have to circle back around because we have to go on the roof of this house. Uh, you, you can normally, like, dig under stuff to get in it. This one, they left a window open. In order to do that, you have to sneak up on the guy that, that is shooting his falcon at you, mm -hmm. scare him off. Then you can go back around to the area right in front of them and then do, and you got to do your, your Minda jumps for each of these. Uh -huh. Jump, 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 go into the window. Using it to progress along a, like a linear path, that's okay. Hunting down the spot that the game wants you to stand in a town to, to trigger the Midna uh, yeah. press up on the D-pad, that, that is not cool. Yeah. Uh, if they, they should have done, because you'll find just these slanted little ledges on the mm -hmm. ground that if you stand on those, it'll do that. Right. But then there's just some places somewhere that you just have to hit L. Like Minda's face will pop up at the bottom mm -hmm. and press the button to make her talk. Yeah. And that will start it where you can jump around. Yeah. I, I don't remember how, how well they telegraph that in the rest of the game going forward, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... We go into this house, and we can see a shield up on the wall. Now, you do have to get on their little kitchen table and then do another mid-to-jump. Yes. But if you are not at the far edge of the table, you will not actually make the jump. Well, nope. it, it, not only that, but <laughs> like she has to, to see it first. She has to be able to like, see the shield. So you have to like yes. walk over that uh, as like whatever hitbox triggers that as well. I'm like, I can see the shield. I can see it. I'm like, just let me get up there, woman. <laughs> You're like, I know what to do. Right. I grew up here. <laughs> I know what's up. <laughs> but Midna has to realize these things for us to be able to do stuff. Uh, but we go, if you, it took me, it literally took me like three times jumping off of this table up to that ledge for Link to actually make the jump. He kept not, he, he it was just like an air ball every single time of just, not going high enough and then just hitting the wall and not really hitting it, just sort of rubbing up against it. And you have to jump back up there and do it again. 
Then when you get up there, you have to run your head into the wall to knock the shield down. Yeah, I was waiting for like a, a prompt to use the the Minna Twilight hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We get the shield. You can jump out the window and go back into the town. When we do that, we will see Carl? Russell. 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 We'll see Russell talking to his wife about how... I think I heard some noises. It might be the kids. He is. Let me go check. Beat up. That's what we didn't say. Yeah. The, yes. the reason they need the yeah. shield from from a pumpkin farmer's house is because the mayor wants to go out now in Russell's place because Russell got messed up. Uh, mm-hmm. But then they end up running away scared and Russell's still out there fighting. So He's tough. He's tough. Uh, he's got a little limp as he's like going down this path. We just have to sneak around him because uh, he talks to his wife and he says, like, you have the sword, right? And they're just like, yeah, it's on the couch. Hmm. And so we have to sneak around to get into the house. Anyone have trouble with this? Anyone get caught? If, anyone... you get a little, if you get a little too close to Russell, he's like, I see you. And he comes in and he attacks you and mm-hmm. like and starts like beating you. And I'm like, dude, dude, I'm your friend. Like, get away from me. I also got. Hey, now you're a monster. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I also got beat up by the hawk, so much so that I couldn't run away from him and he killed me. I died. <laughs> so I got beat a lot in the town as the wolf. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Got it. The beat yeah, down. did anyone talk to Mr. Chicken? Yes, I did. He is the, the chicken. Yeah. He didn't say anything. Oh. Julia specifically was like, you have to talk to the chicken. And I was like, why am I talking to the chicken? Because <laughs> he's like the <laughs> king of all the chickens. And yes. he's like, you have my permission to to cross my my illustrious grazing lands or whatever. Like yes. He's like very uh, full of himself, the chicken. Uh-huh. Yes. I like the I chicken. I preferred talking to the rabbits. The ra- or mm-hmm. not the rabbits, the uh, frogs. Yeah, Ribbit, I talked to the frogs. Ribbit. Yeah. Yes. My brain is not there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the frogs just keep saying ribbit because they didn't expect anyone to talk to them. So they, they didn't have anything to say. Yeah, <laughs> that was um, pretty a good couple too. of them. Yeah, a couple of them actually like said stuff to me, but then one of them said the ribbit, ribbit. Yeah, the, I like the the third one I got to was like, oh, I figured you'd be done talking before you got to me. So yeah, um, <laughs> hi. <laughs> so funny. So I didn't go to the ranch. I should have gone to the ranch. I didn't go. Either. I didn't think about it. Yeah, I meant to. So we go into the house, and um, real small house for a, pretty... for a four person family, right? Soon to be. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> I mean, they're they're farmers. They don't need a lot of like space in there. They live in the outdoors, right? Mm. They go hunting. On today's episode of Chat of the Real Estate, we talk about the hottest locales in Hyrule. <laughs> this like, little bungalow is pretty great if you're a single couple, but or if you're just a... <coughs> I mean, like, Colin doesn't have any friends. Where did he go while they were making his sibling? <laughs> go outside. <laughs> well, like, Bok Bok's, you know, domain is bigger than their house. I mean, it's got, yeah. like, that that <gasps> creepy, like... You know, basement, whatever, and then he's got like a second level and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, like I'm living the life. That's Bok Bok, isn't it? Yeah. yeah oh, oh, Bok you're Bok Bok. I was thinking of the yes. uh, the Chicken King being Bok Bok. Oh uh, yes, 
<laughs> but yeah, I forgot you were already Bok Bok. I am Bok Bok. <laughs> Bok Bok, an idiot. <laughs> Saving the world. That's right. One t-shirt at a time. That's right. <laughs> oh, carry on. So we get the sword. It's just like really no fanfare. We get the sword. We're good to go. We can leave. We can then go to that wall and uh, Minda will go into the other side and use her twilight hand to grab us and yank us in there so that we are in the twilight area now. Mm. And we are back at Faron Woods. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, as we I forget, as we are going past, past that, we do get stopped by the spirit of the fountain that explains some things mm-hmm. to us. Uh, basically explains the thing I said earlier about how the twilight creatures have been killing, not really killing, but damaging the spirits enough that are get, they're stopping their powers and making twilight take over everything. Yeah. And that we need to help them out. So, so, so Ordon is technically now a region of, um, Hyrule. It's a very tiny, tiny, little, tiny region, uh, which is why I think the guardian of the region is a antlered squirrel with like a little goat face or something. <laughs> Whatever he is, uh, um, the the guardians are are pretty great in this. I like how uh-huh. they're just like mashups of animals. But uh, the the symbol on our Ordon shield is a is a symbol of this, this light guardian <clears throat> or Ordona is the name of the guardian. Right. Mm-hmm. So does that mean uh, there's a fourth and- goddess out there? Cause the other ones are named after the three goddesses. We'll, we'll be unlocking three of these twilight regions. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but after they explain that to us, we move on, we go into Faron woods, uh, and then we do come across the God there. Faron. uh, it's their woods. Mm-hmm. So, we did our. We are given the vessel of light, which is what we need to reawaken the the light in the world. Looks like that thing uh, from The Rock, you know, with the nerve gas in it. Sure, sure. So we go through Farron Woods, and now we do have to find these little creatures that have the light berries in them, the light beans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta go get them beans. The droplets. Uh-huh. Yes. Haven't we seen this in another Zelda game? I was trying to remember. Afterward. After oh, after. We'll see it in a future Zelda yes. game. Oh, okay. I was like, I was trying to place like what other Zelda game we've seen this in. So carry on. Yeah. So we are running through Faron Woods again. And we go and collect all these things. We have a bunch of the Midna jumps that we have to do because the forest is now poisoned. So we can't just run into the open area that we're at before. We have to run around, collect all those things. Uh, you can talk to the one salesman that gave you the lantern. It, you have to talk to him to make some of them appear inside of a hut. Mm-hmm. And then you kill them. And he's like, oh, they disappeared. What's up with that? He doesn't see you at all. It's he's not... talking to himself. No. You use your senses mm-hmm. to see him. Yeah. You go around, you kill all those things. It's just, it's really repetitive. It's one of my least favorite parts of this game. Oh, I thought you were going to say you liked going it. going and find those. Because I, I have to find no. more of them than you guys do on the HD version, I think. I think I have like f- three or four more to find. So I thought you were going to be like, I wish I had more to find. No, no, not at <laughs> all. I just think the the whole thing of like putting your senses on and then 
finding the thing and then just basically doing a jump at it to do that and having to do it over and over again. It was like, okay, if that was a thing that I did once, okay, but we're going to have to do this a few times. Mm -hmm. And it it kind of annoys me that we are going to go through this whole area three times. We went through it once earlier before this. We're going through it again as a wolf. Then after we get all of the beans, I was calling them beans because in my mind it, it was a it was a pea pod in my memory. It does yeah. look like that a pea we did. pod. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, or it's it looks yeah, like a something like that. And so I just kept saying, gotta get them beans. <laughs> like that's something I just kept saying that for whatever reason. I, um, I might come up with an affectionate term for them if they immediately were added to my thing once I killed the bug, but no, they have to like uh, uh ma- like uh, materialize after the, the there's a long death animation and then they pop out into the air and then they sort of float down and like i i forget how this works in a speed run but it i i'm sure it's maddening because it's just, there's so many variables as to where then it just starts moving and flying around the room it's annoying yeah once we get all those beans we get taken back to the fountain I guess we were at was I mean it was like a natural fountain, right? Spring, if mm-hmm. you will. Spring, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, we go. We get taken back to the spring. Uh, the Pharaon thanks us for doing all this. They come back to life. They're just yeah. They look like this giant squirrel thing hanging on a ball. Um, and then they're just like, "Oh, you're a human now. Also, you got a new outfit. We we dressed you when you weren't yeah. looking." <laughs> and it's what your, it your is, gampers used to wear. It's the legendary tunic, which I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. This seems the weirdest of all of them. When yeah. The way we get dressed like this. Uh-huh. Like it feels shoehorned in more than anything else. Yeah. You've awakened and your pants are fresh. <laughs> 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 they were the pants. Style has changed since you were last a human. They were the pants of your forefather. <laughs> I was just like, dying because it was like Bok Bok, you are the chosen one. <laughs> just like, I took oh yeah, and then it does that thing where it's like ding, 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 and it does like this weird <laughs> zoom in on your face. That I was just like, that's odd. That's a really weird edit. <laughs> I know. I just think of like, you know, a hundred years down the line when like the next hero of time is born in our world, and he like gets pulled into another dimension. Uh, he or she gets pulled into another dimension uh, and then gets brought back and they're just decked out in Supreme for no reason. Last year of time, only wore Supreme. This is a legendary outfit, man. I don't know what to uh, tell you. The, and, right. yeah. and, and, and this is the uh, also the point of the game where like they start banging the courage drum where they're just like, you're the one with the courage. You have the courage. Hi, courage guy. And it's like... Yeah. Did I, I don't know if who came up with that idea in Ocarina of Time, but it seems like Ayanuma just like ran with it for fifteen years. Like courage is the thing that we're gonna like really hammer in there about Link. Yeah. So now that we are back in our normal form, uh, we can run around freely to all this stuff again. Uh, did you guys go back to the town at all? Uh, uh, yeah, nothing there. No. Yeah, I it's did. It's completely Special. empty. Yeah. Uh, your yeah, horse isn't there. So all the pe- like I know the NPCs are supposed to be inside. Uh, all their kids are gone. Everyone's hiding, but it's just weird. Like the, the entire town is just completely empty. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. It is. So we have to go back through the woods again. Uh, we go. We can go and talk to the lantern salesman. He will offer you offer to sell you a bottle with oil in it for a hundred rupees. Mm-hmm. I thought he was offering just to give me oil, and I was like, "No, I'm good." And I was like, "No, wait a second, I'm forgetting something. I should have another bottle." He said, and I was like, "He said a bottle with oil in it," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Yes, okay, I need to turn back and do that." Well, he even like, if you say no, did you guys say no to him? No, I said yes. I wanted the bottle. Oh yeah, yeah. So if you say no, he goes like, "Well, I mean, I, I gave you that lantern for free, man." <laughs> 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 it's like in Rude. small text too. It's real funny. That's awesome. And then he was like, you can also keep other things in that bottle. And I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure even though it's glass, like the thing that I keep a petroleum-based substance in is going to be like the bottle I used only for non-consumable things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting any milk in this anytime soon, buddy. But thanks. Thanks for the heads up. You're not going to keep your fish bait in, a, in your oil bottle? I, I mean, I don't know <laughs> if I eat any fish in this game, so maybe that would work. By that yeah. logic, we could use the lantern as a bottle. Yeah. Right. 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 Just yeah. don't turn it on. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Sure. So we go through the whole thing again for the third time. Go through the tunnel. Get to the poison area. The monkey steals our lantern. Like, I, again, it do, it wasn't helpful. Like, we could have, if it, it would have made more sense just to be like, Oh, if Minda could just pop out and say, hey, your lantern will help with this fog or mm-hmm. something, or I can't see through all of this fog, do you have anything that would light the way? But instead, the monkey shows up, takes your lantern, and you have to just follow it around. It's foreshadowing. Well, one of the characters does say, I think maybe the salesman says, um, there's a ton of fog and you're going to need a lantern to burn through it. Good enough. We didn't even need anything else then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We go through that. It, it, again, it just takes too long, but whatever. Yes, it yeah. takes go way too all long. The way, all the way back th- through there again. And We're back at the tree. Um, and we can go all the way up there. And I think, is there another monkey trapped in there? Inside. The I forget. Okay, I can't remember. Because the, the monkey leads but, us uh, into the into the tree and then gets caught in like the, that same monkey. The one with the flower. Got it, yeah. So, we are in our first dungeon here. Uh, what was this one called? Did anyone get that? Forest Temple. The forest Temple. <laughs> forest Temple. <laughs> yeah. The Forest that's Temple. All, that's what I called it. Uh, the one nearby the Temple of Time. But before we go to the temple, you run into that golden wolf thing. Yay! We get our first yeah. move. That's true, yes. We get our first yes. move. Yeah. I love the combat um, in this game. We, we get stopped by a wolf of light that jumps into us and teleports us to some ethereal plane where a skeleton man teaches us special moves. And this time we get the, the first of the moves, which is the killing blow, mm-hmm. uh, which sounds pretty big for our first move that we're going <laughs> to learn. Well, it's the basis for all, that all the other moves build upon. Sure. Uh <laughs> Yeah, this part this part is one of my favorite memories of this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will later on. The I think the rest are optional, right? I think so. I don't. I, yeah, I'm not going to go Possibly. ahead and 
say yes to that, but um, I certainly get them all. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because you just become so cool. Like once you get all the moves, and you can pretty much deal with any bad guy they throw at you. Mm -hmm. I legit don't remember the Golden Wolf. I like. I'm like. Do I remember this game? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like. Well, we we'll talk about it more later, but. This golden wolf is someone you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, not not gonna spoil. Do they say it, that in the game, or was that like an Awada asks? I thought that was an Awada asks. <laughs> there are if you if you listen to what he says later on, he does bring up some more about his history. Okay. We'll talk. We'll talk about it in the okay. future. Okay. So yeah, we go through there, and we're in the forest temple. And as soon as I walk through here, I'm just like, oh, I'm home. <laughs> like it is. It felt like it's been so long since we have played a game and it's like I love the dungeons in this game so walking through there just being like this is this is where I was meant to be <laughs> like the map is I, I look at my map and it shows one room with a, a door at the end and you can look through here and you can see some spiders crawling on the wall uh-huh. and you gotta like knock them down and there's some weird little treasure chest all around here and you're just exploring it and I love it so much uh-huh. BC, you said you dropped off on this game, so I want you to talk about this temple for a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I want to say last time I tried, I got to the temple and then never finished it. But when I started playing, I didn't realize there were giant spiders, which freaked me out. Mm. Yeah, if you're arachnophobic, you literally can't play this game because you have realistic giant spiders yeah. in this game. Yeah, and so... I think it was one of those things where the the monkey was following me and I was trying to do something else and then like I turned and there's this giant spider and it'll block your attacks at first mm-hmm. and I was just like smashing the attack button like just trying to like figure out what to do before it like murdered me. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta wait. But I don't know. Yeah, this, wait for your opening. Yeah. This was a pretty standard pretty standard comfortable zelda dungeon to me it uh it felt more it felt more fully baked than uh some of the in-game wind waker dungeons um and we got the boomerang that's yes. the thing. once i got the boomerang <laughs> yes. i felt like okay we're playing zelda this is this is exactly what i want i know i don't want to give away too much in the dungeon but like once you get the boomerang and you can use it in like interact with all the different enemies i felt like i was playing zelda again and the most satisfying part of this entire dungeon for me is later there's an enemy that um sits beneath tiles on the floor and Mm -hmm. so you kind of have to just walk around them or know where they are to avoid them but once you get the boomerang you can use the whirlwind to like suck them up out of the ground yep and that was the most gratifying thing ever like i remember like positioning myself in such a way that like the boomerang would drag them into the water so they would all drown and die yeah this is it this is what i'm here for it's 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 always good after especially after we play a particularly awful gaiden game to get back into dungeons and like get a dungeon map just getting a dungeon map i'm just like yes I feel so much more complete mm-hmm. having this, having this in my you life. You look at it, 
It's got the floors on it, even though we're on a single floor in this one. You see that, and you're just like, I can read this dungeon. <laughs> I can, like, look through here, or I can read this map. I can look through it. I can figure out where I need to go. Uh. And it's like you get into an area, and even if the map, once you get the map and the compass, it'll be like, there's a treasure chest here. Every once in a while, you're like, I don't see it. Like, what do I have to do to mm -hmm. get to this treasure chest? And it's like, oh, it's so good. It's so good just to be back in this world again. I forgot some things of just like we we talk about the the spiders, which are the sculptulas in this. Mm -hmm. The and little ones or the big or we, the Macho Man Randy spiders. Big ones, just in general, just in okay. general. That's mm -hmm. what the they they all are. Um, and we also get the Deku likes, which are like likes, but they're like Deku like likes, and they will eat you up if you are above oh, them, and you have yep. to toss bombs inside the, of them uh, to blow yeah. them up, and they're just like these giant grotesque flowers yeah that's what i was calling them uh, uh oh crap the uh corpse flower or whatever is what sure, i was calling yeah. them oh they do look uh, like corpse flowers yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah uh there's also what i was i was just calling them blood babas because there are these really oh, yeah. like sharp teeth babas which are the the plants that will like mm -hmm. you know they're they're started with the ocarina mm -hmm. They're the plants that come out and they will like snap at you and you can like cut their neck mm -hmm. off or whatever. But we have these new ones with these giant heads and sharp teeth and they're called Bapa serpents that if you even cut the neck off of them, they will just slither towards mm -hmm. you and just like try to eat you. Mm -hmm. And they are these huge, gross, bloody looking things. They're Jurassic Scared Babas. the crap out of me. Yeah. I, I mean, there, there are Deku Babas earlier in the game, like earlier in the in that area and so you're you've been fighting him this entire time mm -hmm. and so i just see this one looks a little bit different and you cut it in half which should kill it and all of a sudden it comes back at you like a zombie or something it's like, <laughs> oh. all right okay bringing up re4 uh yeah it's like the first time you, you you shoot one of their heads off in that in that game pretty early on and then the parasite pops out of their head and you're like oh mm -hmm. i'm that's I'm not done yet. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, so like the ones from like the ceiling that come down and mm -hmm. get oh, you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Those mm -hmm. those got me a couple of times because I'm like I see you like in the ceiling. I know that you're gonna come down and like try to get me, and so I would like preemptively like use my. I think at that point in time we had the boomerang. I can't I remember. Think so. mm -hmm. And so like I use my boomerang to get them, but like somehow they like they just got me, and then they're like. They're like, you're immersed in its <laughs> head thing. And I'm like, I'm pressing all the buttons to try to get out of it. Check the like, nunchuck. Do your spin attack. There's no nunchuck. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I'm like, get me out. Get me out. And then I'm like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. They, they, just, <laughs> they just look like someone is like a huge fan of Jurassic Park and on the design team and was like, I'm going to like take this T-Rex and this Velociraptor face and make a baba out of it. Yes. It's, yes. It's pretty great. We do need to address the most terrifying creatures in this dungeon, though, and that is yep. the Uku. Yep. 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 <laughs> I I knocked a pot open and there he was and uh it's the, the archives on this on my stream. You can hear me scream <laughs> when I see him. It are those is there just one or is that going to be in every dungeon like every dungeon? Two. Oh. Just two. The, the you you their their spawn 
uh, are the other one that that is the that is the warp point. This is like a, a quick save for a dungeon, like a, like an RTS mm. game or something. Where does, does someone want to describe the? Uku? Yeah, it's a disgusting Fabergé egg with the creepiest head, and it, it even has like that like cranium line going like back on its head, and uh, it's it's like a uh, almost like a xenomorph. <laughs> with a human face for the head and then a creepy Fabergé body. But it's like a it's like a hen's body cuz it's like this this s- small like round sort of body with these weird designs on it and then almost like a giraffe neck and then a human face like made out of porcelain. It's, it's <laughs> it almost looks like the human, the humanoid portion is wearing the rest of the body like a mech suit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because if if you look at the if you look at the wings, it, like that neck goes that down, and like the shoulders are like the top of the wings, mm-hmm. and then it actually has like like a human chest. Yeah, like it does the designs has like a human chest, and I was. I was like, is this something they added in HD to let you like warp out of dungeons? Is this going to get explained? Nope, is this? Nope. <laughs> Ooh, that <laughs> thing is just hanging out in all the dungeons. We will learn more about mm-hmm. them, but they will not be explained. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, we go through the dungeon, all this stuff. Um, we do eventually have to fight Ook. Which is their leader, mm-hmm. uh, their boss? We do like <laughs> before yeah. you get uh, in the we, dungeon. We first get they're in... like, "Hey, that's my boss. Boss is going crazy. Boss yeah. is being weird. Something's up with boss, him. boss, boss." Uh, like, okay, I get it. That's going to be a mid boss. Okay. <laughs> we do first meet him when we go out into one of the sort of open areas across a bridge, and he shows up and chucks the boomerang at us, and then we can't get across this bridge right now. He then turns around and shows us his posterior and gives it a good slap to tease yes. us. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and eventually we will come around. We will have a, an actual fight with him. The, he was the mid boss one, which it's like, it felt like it was involved enough that this could have been a boss mm-hmm. battle in this. Dungeon. Cause there was a fake um, mid boss before that too. There was like a, yeah. uh, a, uh, like a predator flower, like, you know, something that, that, uh, macerates mm-hmm. its enemies or, or, or not enemies. It's food. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah that that was one of the Deku likes. Uh, so yeah, we we eventually get to him to fight him. It's like really, I I love this this fight because what you have to do is you have to wait till he chucks the boomerang, roll up against the stone totem that he's on, which we've had to do earlier. There's certain things where we had to run into the totems to make things fall off of him. Mm-hmm. You hit that, you destabilize him, and then he gets hit with the boomerang coming back and then you just slash slash up that booty <laughs> like that is his weak point is his big red so wild on that big red booty <laughs> when we do beat him uh we do see a parasite jump off of his head which you can see that but it's like the design of everything on here is so weird that you'd be forgiven for not realizing that oh there's something on his head are you saying this like, game is busy and edgy Yes, yes, it very much yes, is. The design, yes. But yeah, so when we get the the Gale Boomerang, which is apparently a fairy, 
there's a fairy that resides inside of that boomerang. I missed that. Which one. I don't think we've. Yeah, we've never had anything like that before. Where like the boomerang talked to us. The boomerang has a spirit inside of hey, us. Inside listen. of listen. Mm-hmm. So we have that. We can do some more exploring. We use that too. Boomerang's the best. The boomer. This is I a good boomerang it. because boomerang. like you immediately get to lock onto multiple mm-hmm. item, multiple things. You can carry stuff from one area to another, yeah. which we'll do with the weird bomb creatures. Yeah, the mm-hmm. the bomb flowers uh, are are creatures that walk around in this game, which confuse the crap out of me. If you get too close, first, I was like, "Why is yeah. this? This is just an exploding enemy." Okay, and and when I finally reframed it in my head as this is a this is a bomb flower from a previous yeah. game like oh okay that makes sense because mm-hmm. they but respawn bomb flower that'll fight yeah you. they respawn yes. and stuff it will come after you um really 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 like this dungeon <laughs> um yeah i mean th- is there any other rooms that really stood out to anybody i i just like that like it's not entirely linear like even in wind waker we would have these linear dungeons that you could get lost in if you just like didn't see the right door or whatever but this has a lot of like moving back and forth and finding the right path or checking the map to be like i'm gonna try this way next or things like that so it's it's there's a lot of yeah it's really good i I like it and i like the the i wish that the, the you can't move around when you have the boomerang out uh, like you can with the slingshot when you're aiming the slingshot, yeah. and that's because the lock on button for the boomerang, which we can we can lock on to like five things, mm-hmm. uh, and it's better than in Wind Waker where we had to just like float our cursor over it and it would lock on. We can actually select when we want the lock on to work, but that is the Z button and that is the button that we use to move and walk around while we're targeting. So that's taken up, so you have to stand perfectly still while you're boomeranging. I was concerned that I was going to be a little bored with this dungeon when I noticed that it was just one floor because I'm used to multiple floors, but I I enjoyed it and I like that you could use your boomerang in so many different capacities like against enemies, like against the ground to like, you know, like fluff up the leaves and get rubies and it brings it right back to you mm-hmm. and like hit things. I really enjoyed that. I also, I enjoyed the bosses. The last boss was not challenging i thought the mid boss was like a little bit more entertaining mm-hmm. um but uh and then you know of course you use the boomerang to like turn the like the wind um propeller yes. things on top of stuff it, to like turn the bridges it. it is a it is a weapon and a traversal item yeah it mm-hmm. you use it for all the kinds best of things. items in yes. Zelda. yeah so but yeah, I and I liked the monkeys. I like that they help you. And Minda was I could not stand their chirping. Oh, I did not like the chirping. Like, I did not like the chirping. It was getting so annoying for me. Like when they were at the beginning where I'm playing I'm playing this game. My girlfriend and her friend are behind me. They're having a conversation, and the whole time it's just like eat, 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 eat. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I know it's like weird. Like, it's just, there's some weird noises coming from this game I'm playing. I don't like it either. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot to mention that the uh, the Twilight section earlier, that was where I where I heard uh, bits of the Water Temple music, so. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, I did not enjoy their chirping, but they were cute. But I'm like, they're like, keep it like, you're like, come this way, come this way. I'm like, yeah, I know, I'm coming. Just give me a minute. There, there's a lot of um, hand-holding for, like, the first section of this dungeon and i was just like oh nintendo please leave me alone 
Right. But it didn't last the whole time. Like, after, uh-huh. like, you know, 20 minutes later, I'm just completely, like, into the dungeon. And I was like, oh, they're not actually really doing that as much as they were when I first walked in. This is now pretty great. Like, I thought I was just mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, I hate this. But it, it might be my favorite, like, first, th- like, first 3D Zelda dungeon, like, in the game. Um, it might be, like, the most interesting one we've had so far. BC, anything stand out to you in this one? No, I mean, other than what I mentioned before, I I think the the boomerang, always a great item. Good start as far as new items to get. Um, up until then, I was I had mixed feelings about everything, just because, like, as you mentioned, going through the woods three different times mm-hmm. gets old. I understand technically why the fog scene might have been necessary, but it just didn't feel like it added anything. It was boring. It mm-hmm. wasn't even like you were getting bombarded with enemies while you were in there, so you had to do a lot of fighting. It was you're standing there waiting for this monkey to move with the lantern. Um, and if you try and leave, and then, it's over. Over. Completely. Immediately. It's not like your health ticks down. It's just bam. Yeah. And then the whole concept of oh, hey, there are these bugs that have all the light shards in them, but they're super secret double invisible because the twilight's invisible, but these bugs are invisible Mm. in the twilight, (laughs) so... (laughs) Well, no, see, they're visible in the real world. Everyone sees the bugs in the real world. But they're in twilight. We don't see the bugs in twilight. Oh. So we use Uh. the twilight ability to see back into the real world, and that's how we see them. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, yeah, you don't I, get I'm, it. Put this put this studded bracelet on. I'm optimistic. My only worry so far is that there's a lot going on between golden wolves and lanterns and you know collectibles and all sorts of stuff. Um, and I'm uh, I'm also just disappointed that you know Wolf Link couldn't use the sword. I really wish they had leaned more into the uh, dog with a knife aspect. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so anyway, uh, to get through to the end of this dungeon, there are two things we need. A boss key or a big key. BK. Uh, they call them in there. The BK. And then also we got to save all the monkeys. Mm-hmm. We do have to go through and save every single one of them because they will make a giant monkey rope Yay. that we will swing across at the Yay. end to get to the, the boss room. Oh, I didn't like this part. I did not yeah, like no, that I've, part. I have, I have definitely had problems with that monkey chain before. The, um, But yeah, the, the I, I wish you could initiate, going back to the mid uh, jumping thing, uh, just having you have to press A each time is a little annoying, and that also translates to swinging across a thing, uh, you know, a, a, a bridge with multiple monkeys on it, where you have to hit A at the right time four times in a row, or you mess up and fall down and have to start again. Uh, that's also just as annoying. Yeah, and it takes a heart. And then, like, I had no problems getting onto the monkeys, but, like, leaving the monkeys <laughs> and getting onto the next platform, I kept on plummeting to my death. And I'm like, it was literally on the edge. Like, you have to hit it right at the right time. I'm like, I'm like, it. I, I'm like, is it my controller? Is it me? Is it both? I don't it's know. You. But, I'm like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> and so, I'm like, and so I kept on going back to the previous room to gather another heart because i'm like i'm not going into this boss fight with two hearts 
or whatever. And so I finally got, you know, over to the other side and then there's, you know, hearts on the on the other side, but I was not I was not happy about those monkeys. I was like, "That's it, monkeys. That's it." Sorry, long tangent. Carry on. <laughs> anyway, uh <laughs> we get into here and this is where we have to fight Diababa. And it, this has two phases, really, right? I mean, it's really just two phases. Yeah, it's two yeah. phases. So what we have to do is... Now, when you first get into here, you cannot damage these things. They will. You will see there are two heads that pop up out of the swamp. They will shake just before they come at you, and then you can like dodge them. Though, if you wait long enough, they'll both shake at the same time and come at you. And they got me with that once because I was like, I can't... I couldn't dodge two of them coming at me at once. Um... What you got to do is you have to use your boomerang, grab a bomb, and then target it into its mouth. Blow the two up. Then we get a little cutscene where the little bomb creatures fall into the swamp after they do. And then the real Diababa shows up. And then we have to fight them, which is still just two of the mouths, but with a mouth in the middle with an eyeball mm -hmm. in it. And then Ook shows back up and is just like, hey, I'm here to help. And he goes swinging by, holding on to the bomb creatures. And you have to time it just right to lock onto that and then lock onto the mouth. And I don't know, do you have to hit... Do you have to take out the two on the side first before no. you can damage? That's what I did. You, no. you do. That's what I did. Uh, because do I you? tried to take out the... Yes, because I tried to take out the... I was like, they're wasting my time. You have to just take out the center one. He falls to the ground, slash, slash, slash. I tried that. I'm telling you, when the two, like tentacle head things were still up and about like they he didn't take on any damage uh, i'll check I, my my footage but i'm pretty sure i just went straight for the big guy um there were a couple of uh pretty close calls though where i was diving out of the way of things as i was boomer like using the boomerang to chain the bomb into someone's face but uh, it was pretty it was a lot more exciting than i thought <laughs> than i remembered it being this took me a long. Oh, this took me a long time because the way that I killed the the two heads was different than I think they intended. So if you just lock onto Ook and bring the bomb to you, and then throw the boomerang again and like Z target one of the two on the While side while it's on its way back, it'll pick. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, oh, not on sorry, its way sorry. back. If you just bring it to you and then throw the boomerang again, it'll pick it up from your feet. Like the the bomb will drop to your feet when you take out the boomerang again, but it'll th throw it into the mouths of the two side babas. Um, so I tried to do that with the center one, and it doesn't work because it's too low or something. It just goes out and comes back to you. Mm -hmm. So I thought that there was something I didn't understand because I had been hitting the two on the side one way and couldn't hit the center one that way. And so it took me a while to figure out, oh, I just have to chain it while he's coming by. Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah, you go and do that and then you can hit him with hit him in the eyeball when it falls to the ground. Do that a couple times. After that, you get it. You get this cutscene where it just sort of withers away, though. Just before it finally dies, it does turn into a bunch of the dark twilight squares, and 
zooms off that uh-huh. way. So we're we are we are basically told like this is, this was a twilight creature that would that we were fighting here, that it wasn't like a normal sort of thing that would normally be in this swamp. It's I mean just like most Zelda games where the 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 things are corrupted by the evil in the world or whatever. I yeah actually no I forgot the the magic didn't fly away it got turned into the fused twilight the fused darkness that we are here to collect and this is one of three pieces that we need to collect for midnight Mm -hmm. she explains that to us that this is a a powerful ancient relic that we need and it only has three parts there's only three parts Mm -hmm. to it Mm -hmm. there's not a fourth part oh look at it's really, it's really convenient that you had a shape in your inventory that fit this perfectly. <laughs> so yeah, we get our heart container. We get four hearts now, and then we can teleport out of here and go on the rest of our journey. But this is where we are wrapping up for this episode. For our next episode, we'll be beating the next dungeon. So go ahead and do that. Go and free some darkness, and we will meet back here and talk about it on Chat of the Wild.